Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Uh, it's cool. It's cool. Um, a lot of memories. Um, but, you know, being a visitor is a little different. Now. It's new, really. You know, I'm walking in. This is completely different. So, um, but it's cool so far. I mean, you know, you've had a while to think about this. Um, you know, what, what memories of Fenway Park have kind of been, you know, been at the top of mind for you? Um... You know, uh, it's hard to it's hard to say because there's so many. But I want to say the very beginning, um, the very beginning when I uh, got to play and put on the uniform and go out on the field for the first time here, and then uh, you know some memories like uh, I think I when I robbed a homer for Rich Hill complete game, um, the the Grand Slam. I mean World Series obviously. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of uh, memories that are, are floating right up there at the top. But I think most of it is the people. You know, the, the people are what I remember the most. When you say the people, do you mean like uh, fans or people around the team or what? Uh... Yeah, the fans, um, the front office, and, uh, the players, you know, the clubbies, you know, people that park our cars. You know, th- those are the people that I remember the most that uh, made my stay here so enjoyable. Um, you know, baseball obviously is, is going to be uh, – it is what it is, right? It's my job here, but uh, the people are what made it so enjoyable. When you were in the 7 o'clock comes, what do you think the emotions are going to be like when, you know, fans obviously probably yeah. standing ovation, kind of those, those type of things? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to uh, say what I'm going to do, what I'm not going to do. I don't know how I'm going to feel, you know, and however I do is I'm sure you'll see it out there. You know, I don't uh, this is a special chapter in my life, and it's, it's where I'm at now. It's a little bit easier to, to look back and look at that young kid and, and uh, tell him good job. What is the main emotion you're feeling right now? Is it from excitement just waiting for 710 going on? Or? Um, right now, uh, yeah, but I want to take care of business. You know, we're here to take care of business, and um, that's exactly where my head is right now. And, you know, when those emotions come, when those things come, I'm sure I'll you know, switch my focus and, you know, take, enjoy those moments. Definitely don't want to not enjoy those moments, especially for my family. Then, you know, I got 30 or 40 people here, so they're all, they're all super excited. I mean, we were in Cleveland and they were FaceTiming me and, 
they're going to the places we used to go eat and going to hang out the places we used to go hang out and so uh you know i'm glad uh everybody's enjoying it but i'm definitely uh here to take care of business though just with that in mind anticipation like how how often you thought about this was it something that you you know were have some intentionality of what you want to do today um when the schedule came out last year we kind of circled it i know me and the wife we circled it and said you know oh we get to go back to finlay and then Really, I kind of forgot about it, man. You, you get into the grind of the season and you're playing games every day. You don't know what day today is. You don't know what month it is. And so, um, to be honest, this, it kind of snuck up on me. Um, I didn't really realize until we were in Cleveland. And uh, the wife said, you know, we'll meet you in a couple of days. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we are going to Boston. So, um, I kind of forgot about it. But, uh, you know, that I'm here. I'm just in, enjoying all the moments. So, do you, do you like the fact that you're um – you're leading off the game tonight, so you can kind of get it over with. Just <laughs> get the emotional part out of the way, and then just kind of become baseball after that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I, that pro- probably makes it a little bit easier. You know, get it done at the beginning of the game. You know, and uh, then we can take care of business. But uh, you know, I don't want to rush it. You know, I don't want to rush it. I don't want. I don't want it to take all day. I just want to enjoy the moment, uh, be where my feet are, and we'll see what happens. Is there anything off the field that you want to do, or before doing, eating anywhere? Um. <clears throat> We'll see if we have time, you know, um, it's raining and stuff, so we'll, we'll see. Um, but if, if I am able to go eat, there's a couple spots that I, I will go eat. Um, I may, uh, I got about 10 or 15 bowling friends here, so we may go candle, candle, candle pin, yeah, candle pin bowling. So uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see kind of uh, what happens. But while I'm here for these, uh, what, thir- 72 hours, you know, I'm definitely going to enjoy it. Well, you mentioned this is where it all got started. Six years here, six great years here. Are there any hard feelings with the way things ended here? No, not at all. Not at all. No, it's business. You know, it's it's, it's business, and both sides got to take care of themselves. And so uh, sometimes it may not be in the best interest for both. You know, and um, but it is what it is. I, I don't know. You know, if it was or if it wasn't. Um, but well, that's not where we are now. You know, I'm wearing an LA jersey. Um, I got two kids. I got a production company. I got. Podcast. I got a lot of things going on um, in my life now, and uh, it's a little bit easier to. Uh, I'm, I'm super happy where I'm at. I'm very blessed and very happy. Um, I'm at peace with, with my life now, and, and uh, <clears throat> it's it's a little bit easier for me to look back and you know when I'm going up the, up and down the streets or when I walk on the Fenway field onto the onto the field, and it's a little bit easier for me to say, wow, you know, that, that was super cool, but that's not even remotely close to who you are now. So there's no sense in trying to draw a parallel because I'm, like I said, I'm 30 now, the kids and all the things. And so uh, priorities are different, you know, and so, uh, but I'm super happy to, uh, to come back and, and see it. You mentioned production company podcast. Are you at a point right now, you're trying to get the most out of this experience of, of who you can be at this point in your baseball career and how those things you can you can opportunities you can take advantage of yeah you have to um i don't want to be towards the end of my career and not know what i want to do um not have an idea at least and so um i know it's kind of against different for baseball culture to for someone to work while they're working but there's space to do it and uh, i'm figuring it out and uh, I'm happy that I'm doing it. I'm, I'm very happy that I, I, I am where I am. Very happy, uh, very proud of who I am right now. And um, like I said, it's, it's a little easier for me to look back and, and say, you know, good job, kid, you know, for, for that 21-year-old guy. But uh, the 30-year-old guy is, 
you got to keep going. Well, what advice would the 30-year-old guy give the 21-year-old guy, given the, the knowledge that you've gleaned and the experiences that you've had since then? Oof. Honestly, I would probably tell him, I feel like that kid was a good kid, man. I feel like that kid did, did a lot of things the right way. It's like he played the game the right way. He lived his life the right way. Um, so there's, I don't know that would be a whole lot I would tell him. You know, I think uh, maybe the 40-year-old can, can talk to the 30-year-old a little bit better. But the 30 to the 21, you know, you're 21, man, in the big leagues. There's, there's not a whole lot you can say other than go play. And I feel like uh, that kid did. You said a couple years ago you didn't regret turning down with the $300 million deal. And mm -hmm. this week said that they never did offer $300 million. Mm -hmm. What was the, the actual... I'll let, uh, I'll let Haim and those guys explain that, um, or John Henry, whoever. I'll let them explain that. Uh, yeah, there's – I'll let them explain it. If they ever want to explain it, I'll let them explain it. Um, they don't have to – you know, people – we're not even there, so it doesn't even really matter. You know, we're, we're in L.A., and so uh, those things, they're in the past, and uh, probably just need to go ahead and leave it alone. But uh, if someone was to explain it, I would let him do it. Um, I don't know. I think because it took so long before I came back that I didn't really have much of a choice. You know, um, the trade happened in the offseason, then COVID hit, then had another kid, then the production company, then the podcast, and then meeting a whole a whole host of friends out in L.A. and hanging out in L.A. and doing things in L.A. And I think uh, slowly it kind of just kind of went into the back of my mind. And four years later, you know, it. If it, I'm happy to be here, and, and, and I can't say I, uh, I don't, I don't know when I turned the page. It's hard to say when I, when I did, but I think because it took so long to come back, that's probably what made it easier. You do all this stuff, like production company podcast. Do you think you would have done that in Boston? Because there's a lot of obviously unique opportunities right are now. Right. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that those opportunities come if I'm in Boston, and um, that's not a. I'm sure there's a, a ton of opportunities in Boston, um, but you know, LA is just different. You know, LA, there's there's no argument there. LA is just a different market, different opportunities, and so I don't know. I don't know that I'd be the person I am today if I if I stayed in Boston. I'm sure I wouldn't, um, but you know, uh, it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm super at peace and super happy with uh, who I am now. Do you think the circumstances around your life allowed you to gain closure? Yeah, um, I think all the circumstances allowed it allowed me to have closure a little a little easier. Um, and as far as knowing if I or wondering if I was going to be a Red Sox, yeah, yeah I always thought that was going to be the case. And you think normal negotiations, you know, go uh, obviously one side is really high and one side is really low, and then you you know you kind of negotiate, right? But um, it didn't happen. It, it didn't happen, and that's okay. That, that's part of uh, part of life, and so it's okay. And um, you know, it turned out to kind of be a blessing. And, and uh, like I said, I'm super happy. Yeah, having the perspective from 
being away from Boston, if a free agent or someone asked you, was Boston a good experience? Is that some place that you'd recommend going? Would, would you, look, now having now having some time away, how would you feel about recommending or not recommending Boston as a place to play? Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Super dope place to play. You know, I've had the time of my life playing here. I think a lot of people do. Um, <clears throat> but I just, I would tell them, if you go up there, you know you got to play well. <laughs> there is no, there's nothing else. You know, you got to go up there and you got to play well. And I think uh, that's why I did play well, because I knew every day I put the uniform on, you got to play well, no matter what. You know, or the media, the fans, people will let you know. And um, that's the blessing. That's, that's the good part. That, that's what I enjoyed so much. And, and uh, so it's almost like a fear of, of uh, hearing hearing what people had to say. That's kind of what drove me to be successful. And so I would tell them, like, hey, you know, you go and you're going to have fun playing in Boston. But you're only going to have fun if you play well, and that should drive you to play well. Did you get a chance to see the new clubhouse yet? Not yet. I'll, uh, I hung out with the family a little bit earlier. Um, so I'll, I'll go in there. Um, you know, there's so many new faces in there, man. I don't want to be in their space. and. You know, it'd be, be kind of awkward walking around, you know, randomly seeing people, you know. Um, but I do want to uh, go in there and check it out, make sure I see ACC sale and uh, Devers. Is that it? Is that the only? <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy, man. So, uh, but I'll make sure I see those guys. Can you reflect on that a little bit, that it's five years since you a championship and only, you know, three guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's... it's it's just the way the cookie kind of crumbled. I mean, you know, uh, priorities changed and uh, things changed and players change. Um, you know, it's hard to, nobody really keeps a team together for forever, right? And, um, you know, we had our run. We were together for a while, though. We had our run and we played well a lot. We played well a lot. And so, um, you know, but it is weird only seeing three guys, you know, from a, a World Series team. But five years ago, now I think about it, man, that's it's kind of a long time now. Um, I don't know. I've probably seen ten or fifteen people that uh, I remember so far that have been here, uh, that were here when I was here, and um, I haven't really got to be in the home side, so it's hard to really run into all the faces that uh, you normally see. You know, the the trail, the the walks that I'm going through are different, so I didn't see these people um, before. And, um, so I'm sure I'll see him as as the uh, as the weekend kind of unfolds, but um, I'm not going to rush it. I'm just going to enjoy enjoy the moments as they come. Just the uh, the fan intensity that comes with playing here. Um, do you miss that, or is it kind of uh, relaxing to just play on LA and not have um, so much scrutiny and pressure every every day? Um, I can't say I miss it. And I can't say I don't miss it. You know, it it didn't bother me. You know, I, if it's there, cool. I acknowledge it whatever, I'm going to go play my game no matter what. Um, playing in the atmosphere is always fun. Playing in the playoff atmosphere is always fun, but I'd be lying if I didn't say L.A. was, you know, similar. You know, L.A. is every every night, you know, we got 30, 40,000 there um, cheering us on no matter how good or bad we play. And I mean, it's, it's just, uh, that's why I can look back and, 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 and say, like, you know, that was a very, very dope chapter in my life. But the chapter I'm in right now, I'm, I'm enjoying it so much. I love it so much. And, um, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Mookie, was there ever a time that you worried that Red Sox fans would think that, you know, you were somehow the middle or that you had abandoned that just because of the way 
Yeah, at the, at the beginning, um, you know, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus or anything of, of that nature, but yeah, at the beginning, I didn't want fans to think that, you know, they, they still do, it is what it is, but that think that I didn't want to be here and that he wanted to leave a couple years before I actually got traded or, or whatever, and like, I don't know where the narrative came from or how it came about, but that's what makes y'all sleep at night cool, but you know, that's not even remotely close to where I was mentally. Um, you know, like I said, I thought I would be here, and, um, but uh, you know, negotiations didn't go the way uh, we had planned, and so you just kind of pivot. Have you had any interactions with fans at all since you've been back? Uh, no, not yet. I mean, they've, they've had LA jerseys, so right outside the, at the hotel, so um, I'm sure, I'm assuming they're LA fans. So I haven't had any any uh, interactions with fans just yet, um, but I'll see see if I can, uh, you know. Walk around, sign a couple of autographs, say hey to some people, or whatever. Spoiler: They miss you. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about it. <laughs> Last one. All right, guys. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I. Uh... I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.